You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I'm Clint. Still feeling good about Sunday's oh. win for the basketball team. Still feeling great about Saturday's win over UFC. USC. That's a good Junior. weekend, Clint. It's a, That's a good weekend. Can you look? Let me let me tell you this. If I was to tell you that you mm-hmm. were going to have uh, no family around because they can't travel, you're going to have can't all travel. All the leftovers you want in the entire mm. world from fantastic food. Mm. You were going to get college football in which Georgia showed themselves who we thought they were and the basketball team come out and give you hope all within a span of four days. Daniel, that's a good weekend. I call that a successful weekend is what I call it. That's That's right. That's a good start. Uh, he is Daniel. I'm Clint. Welcome to Locked On Bulldogs on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team five days a week. We start this podcast to talk about UGA for fans by fans. That's the reason we're here. We are not gurus or insiders by any stretch of the imagination. What we are are ravenous friend uh, fans, Daniel, of UGA. Mm-hmm. And, and so we're going to talk like it. Yeah, I mean, we're not even really friends, but no. we are fans of UGA, so that was a an unfortunate slip of the tongue there. Um, I want a friend. Can you, will you, will you be my friend? Yeah. I don't know. Somebody on Twitter, reach out to my man. He needs <laughs> he needs it. Um, uh, we're here for fans, by fans. That's what the podcast is all about. If you're looking for crystal balls, if you're looking for insiders or gurus or somebody to make wild prognostications based on insider sources that they can't and won't name, uh, we're not your guys. There are no. plenty of them out there, but that's not who we are. We're just Georgia fans. We assume you're just a Georgia fan. And so that's what this podcast is all about, a great place to talk about UGA. If you like the show, leave us a a five-star rating and review. That would really help us a lot, particularly on Apple Podcasts. If you're new to the show, you don't have to do any of that. Just subscribe. That helps us out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading the show. If you subscribe, it gets it to your phone every every day of the week, five days a week. Um, and uh, emails, lockedonbulldogs at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to chat with you. We'd love to hear how things are going. Keep us updated on how on, on what's new in your life. We we you know, let us know. Uh, you can also hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. Uh, we would love your takes on this team, your thoughts on the rest of the season, your thoughts on the basketball team, uh, your thoughts on the off season that will be for the dogs and what we might be able to be looking forward to about next year. So, uh, hit us up on any of those places. Thanks for listening today. We are going to finish up talking about uh the uh, little usc the lesser usc um mm-hmm. and then we are maybe going to move on and uh begin looking ahead to this saturday's game against vanderbilt clint but as you look back to uh usc junior and the night that was on saturday evening anything that you feel we overlooked or that you would like us to discuss uh. right now Yes, right. I, it needs to be said. It needs to be said every week from hence forward until until he becomes a head coach somewhere or we pay him to become the highest offensive coordinator in all mm. of college football. Todd Munkin is a Ooh. genius. He doing some things over there. 
genius. He doing a few things over there. If if you aren't big into getting into X's and O's, if you're not big into looking at schematics of a blocking scheme of, of where guards are going, where tackles are going, if you're not even good at looking at where on the field Todd Munkin has tendencies. Daniel, I've watched every single game. I've rewatched many of them. Do you know how many tendencies I've picked up so far of Todd Munkin? How many exactly? I, I haven't picked up one yet. Well, I, you're not a guru or an insider, so... I, I'm not either of those, but I'm here to tell you, he does not have one set play. He does not have one set thing that people lock in and say, I know what he's doing here. I know what he's doing here. It's not there. This guy is fantastic. I am so thrilled. Todd Munkin is a national treasure that we are not as enjoying as much as we need to. Well, we weren't given the opportunity to enjoy him as much as we needed to because That's we true. didn't have a quarterback for the first two-thirds of the season. Uh, but Todd Munkin, here to stay, pay the man. Pay Open up the, man. the checkbook and pay the man is what we're trying to say. If, if, if the fine listeners of this podcast are going to spend their hard-earned money on season tickets. Come on. Athletic department. I'm looking at you. you best you best take that money and use it. To pay Todd Munkin. You understand I, what I'm saying? Derek Mason ain't getting my money to keep him employed over at Vanderbilt anymore, Daniel. That no. that check ain't doing any good. No, it's not going. It got it's getting refunded. Vanderbilt said we don't want your money. We're not your your <laughs> money's no good here. Um, uh, Todd Munkin is a national treasure. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the thing that I thought we overlooked on yesterday's podcast um just just we didn't overlook it we just didn't have time to get to it you don't have time to get to everything uh trey burton good uh i'm sorry jermaine burton i did it again jermaine burton good at football not good at football remember when some moron i don't know who you could be referring to and talked about how he wasn't sold on mr burton's ability at the wide receiver Mm. position and he wasn't Mm. sold yet on getting him more touches look mr burton Again, I'm I'm using Mister properly here in this case. I, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Jermaine Burton is um, he's quite good. No, oh. he he will run by you, sure. and he will not think twice about it. He no. he will he'll go over the middle. He ain't worried about that. Sure, too much. He'll go down the sideline. He's not worried about that at all. Deep post, deep middle, go route. Come back, slant. Mm-hmm. He he'll mm-hmm. do he'll do the things, Clint. He'll he'll do the things. Um, so he must be the freshman wide receiver that I want to talk about, Clint, from uh, Saturday's game. Right? Um, Is that that was a really long setup? That was the longest what I'm setup I've about. seen in quite some time, Daniel. I, I had you on you. the hook, and I was just dragging you behind the boat, just Dra- drag dragging us Look, all. The guy with me saying. Reel that poor fella in, and I Get, said, "Nope, on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drag him a End little this bit lunacy. Long. I'm gonna drag him a little bit longer." Arian Smith, welcome oh. to the podcast. Oh. You here? Oh, listen, we have waited, we've waited, Clint. I we've just, been patient. I just shivered. We have been patient. We've waited, and now all of a sudden, coming out of a timeout, I think it was a quarter break. And we had run the ball like seven straight times, and, and Todd said, "We ain't gonna run this one. Let's watch this. Let's watch, watch what this go. Watch what, watch what this here. gonna do." 
Um, my wife had a reaction. She was angry. She was confused. Like, wait, how? Why did we score a touchdown? What? I thought we were running out the clock. And I was trying to explain to her, well, there's 15 minutes left to go in the game. It's going to be. I didn't. Little did I know, Dejan Edwards could have run out the clock with 15 minutes to go from in the, the game. 40. <laughs> From the 40-yard line, don't ask me how the math works. It he doesn't. can make it work. Um, but, no, we were not interested in running out the clock. No. We were interested in letting the young man stretch his legs, Clint. And when he stretches his legs, he runs a 4-2-40. That's what he does. When, I don't know what happens when you stretch your legs, but uh, when he stretches his legs, he fast. Okay, let me let me just get this right. So I saw James Cook get shot out of a cannon from the the sea of 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 red being split wide open, literally. And I thought that was fast, mm-hmm. quick. That seemed quick. And then I, when this play happened, I shouted at JT. There's been three balls in JT's games that were underthrown. There was one in this game uh, that people get their dog in him, and, and I get it. I understand. Uh, I don't uh-huh. think it's a knee problem. I think it's just game time problem i think his knee is healthy i don't think it's a knee problem uh yeah we heard that i don't think that i don't think that's it i don't think that's kid just makes bad throws sometimes that's right right. watch trevor lawrence he does the same thing sometimes sometimes kid just makes a bad throw that's that's just a bad throw he threw this ball and i screamed in anger because he over because he cooked it too fast daniel because he threw it out of the back of the end zone clint because he's he said he caught and released the ball instantly from the 40-yard line, just popping it to the back line of the end zone. And, and you said, so mad. What are you doing, he, do? he throwing that away? And then all of a sudden, Aaron Smith is waiting on the ball. He's slowing he's down to a trot. Okay. He's trotting to the ball. Okay. okay. The, the defensive back, I don't even think he was running to try to catch up at that point. I think he was no. just looking over the sideline saying, Coach, why? He Coach, knew. Why? He knew. Why? Why are we in here? Why are we doing the thing that we're doing? I thought the problem early in the season when I listened to gurus, sure. for, former players, oh, yeah. damn good dogs as, as much as they are. I thought the problem was that UJ didn't have any playmakers at wide receiver. That's the impression I was under. We, we don't have the personnel to, to run Todd Munkin's offense. We sure don't. Yeah. Well, that's correct in one position one position turns out you fix that juan position that's it and uh not with a guy named de juan but you fix that juan position with uh someone who is capable and there you have it that's who daniel i we we're gonna get to later on a uh a forecast of next year's offensive grouping but yeah. Oh my. What's that's there's a lot of talent coming back. So there's much talent coming back. And so what we need to do is we need to chill on this, Daniel. We need to go yeah. ahead and push this back. We need to relax Sounds on like this. It. We need to relax on this, Daniel. Much Yeah, like well, I thought you were going to keep I thought you were going to well, keep talking, but I, then you just stopped talking. Well, I don't know. You sound like you wanted to cut in really quick. Look, I the, wasn't the talking. The Sherpa is this, up at the top of the Rockies, and he's trying to let us know, guys, get up not. here. Get. We are not professionals. M Dub, save us. What save is, us. Uh, hey, if you, the beer, the beer that's literally made it chill <laughs> is Coors Light. I'm just going to take over. You Clint, just took it you over. Can do the next one. I'm just, I'm going to take over. <laughs> it's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is the beer that Clint and I reach for. Sometimes when you're podcasting, 
Let me explain something right to now. You. And your co-host won't just do the ad read, <laughs> but he he keeps pausing and waiting. And you think, does he want me to say something here? But I don't have anything to say. Sometimes all of that gets you a little riled up, and you just need to chill. So right now, the beer that Clint and I are currently reaching for is. Coors Light. It is the beer that is literally made to chill. It's cold filtered, cold lagered, cold packaged. Um, it's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, and you can get it delivered straight to your door in its brand new look packaging. When you go to get.coorslight.com, that's get.coorslight.com to get Coors Light delivered straight to your door, the beer that is literally made to chill. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, Daniel, the chickens of USC Jr. have been roasted. They have been split. They have been skewered, all manner of things. Uh, We are on to Vanderbilt. We're moving on. We are on on to to Nashville, heading to, uh, uh, well, I mean, the game's going to be in Athens. Yeah, I was just going to say, last last home game uh, for these uh, seniors. That is correct. won't be the last game for Vanderbilt head coach Derek Mason. No, that's already it turns happened. out that was the previous game. That was the last game for Derek Mason. Vanderbilt finally parting ways with Derek Mason. Honestly, I'm I'm shocked. We have this I, running bet that happens every single year. It didn't happen this year because of COVID. But Daniel have a sheet. We call it the sheet because we're not very creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on yeah. it, we have bets about everything. And one of the bets is the first SEC uh, coach to be fired. And almost every year, I find myself typing the name Derek Mason into that category. And every year, like some cockroach, he's still there. And the one year we didn't do the bet, Clint, uh, Derek Mason gets fired. (laughs) 2020 strikes again. Hits me again, man. I couldn't get it right all this time. The one time I could have. No. Fantastic. Vanderbilt's the worst football team in the United States, and it's not particularly close uh, I am 100% sure that if Vanderbilt played Prince Avenue High School right now, that Prince Avenue High School and Brock Vandalay of Vandalay Industries would probably, probably win that game. Come on. Uh, they, so they put in some points up on that board. They sure would. Um, Vanderbilt's bad. There's, there's, I mean, there's not a ton to preview in this game. They had another embarrassing performance. Um, they did How? start a kicker that was a woman. So yes. there's that. They did, they did that. They made news. Good on you, Vanderbilt. And Derek Mason, as he's celebrating getting interviewed for that, the AD is just in the he's corner getting, waiting. He's, he's holding a slip of paper ominously in the corner waiting to hand it to Derek Mason. Well, went out with a bang. So, he did. He go. did. Uh, um, hey, how is this team, how is this Vandy team, uh, the team that nearly beat Texas A&M? How is that a thing, Daniel? Yeah, I, I don't know other than I had made a bet on LSU this weekend, and so I was watching the end of that Texas A&M-LSU game um, very intently. That game was that game was 20 to nothing yep. early on. You realize that seven of those 20 points came on a pick six from I, Texas A&M. I do. The Texas A&M offense scored 13 points in that game. They scored them in the first quarter, and then they did not score another point in the game. Um, if I may. Please. Texas A&M's not any good. There it is. Georgia would beat Texas A&M by two touchdowns. 
You understand? And that's not me being a Georgia homer. No, that no. This Georgia team stinks. Okay, we compared to what compared to what we are used to, what we want, what we expect, this team stinks. But um, Texas A and M, pretty good defense. Mike Elko, great defensive coordinator. Yep. And um, guess what? Vanderbilt didn't score very many points against Texas A and M. Texas A and M offense really bad. Jimbo Fisher. Really bad offensive mind. Good like, golly. You understand what I'm saying? He's really bad. What's when his... he has Jameis Winston, he's pretty good. Sure. When he doesn't, he's really bad. Think Gus Malzahn and Cam Newton. This is mm. this is Jimbo Fisher. That's Jameis Winston to Jimbo Fisher. He's not good at coaching offense. The offense of Texas A&M is terrible. That's how Vanderbilt almost... Uh, Almost pulled the upset. They've not been close in any other game this season. I did pick them to cover the spread a couple times, and I did cover the spread a couple times. That's fine. Uh, but, no, I don't. This Vanderbilt This Vanderbilt team is not good. Okay, this just in, by the way, really quick. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, the most expensive coach in the country to fire. So you thought Gus Malzahn's buyout was hefty? No, Jimbo's more. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, by the way, 55 years old. I'm sorry, did you say 70 nope. years old? Nope, nope. He, I didn't say what he appears to, what what the stress of <laughs> oh. not having old crab legs behind center does for him. 55 oh. years My. old. Well, I mean, Texas A&M is not going to fire him. They're going to give him a race after the season, you understand what I, I'm saying, because I they're do. Texas A&M, and this is the best that they've ever done in football. Almost making it to the playoff is their highest aspiration. That's it. So, um... Jimbo, not good at coaching. Derek Mason, not currently coaching. Uh, Vanderbilt, not good at football. Is there more to the preview? There's not more to the preview. Look, Vaughn's not there from last year. Seals is a quarterback who shows some promise every now and then. Sure, I suppose. The defense, Derek Mason, without him being there. Look, I don't know how much continuity is going to continue over. Uh, What we're excited for is, uh, Daniel, another game like this last weekend. That's That's what we're expecting. That's what we're hoping. Yeah. I mean, the line right now is 34 points. Oh, dear So if you want to get it under seven touchdowns, you better get on it now. Because it's about to be 35 and a half very soon. That's a... That's a hefty number of points. Okay. (laughs) I thought you were going to say 28. I I thought... I said said 34. That's what I said. Okay. Well, uh, hint on where Lox is not going this week. (laughs) Well, we'll see. We'll see. We might talk ourselves into it. <laughs> you know then. what? I shouldn't. Uh, I shouldn't say that. Um, let the record show as we talk about Vanderbilt. What I'm, what I'm nervous about, Daniel, um, or, or I should say, we're excited about what I'm not nervous about. Don't, don't sleep on me not hitting a senior citizen while attending a Vanderbilt it's game. Gonna, because let the record show, we have we not, did not we did not do so. We didn't do that. We wouldn't do that. No. And. Um, That'll be where we end that conversation. Yeah. Can't wait till next year when we get to go back oh. to mm-hmm. to to Vanderbilt Stadium. And, uh, man, I hope we end up in the same seats. Oh, so. gosh. That would just be poetic. Um, hey, we are going to come back and we're going to wrap up a few more things. Uh, but first, let me talk to you about Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar is the toast- tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. But get this, Bilt Bar has 
what they are having us call fantastic energy paste. This energy paste is going to go ahead and get you through the day. It's built go built. Go is going to get you through whatever wall you need to get through. If that's your workout, if that's your two thirty three PM midday lull, Built Go is the thing that you reach for. That's going to give you five hours of energy. There's going to be no crash at the end. It's not going to be gross and disgusting. Fantastic flavors, just like the protein bars that Built Bar makes. Go ahead and go to their website at builtbar.com. Click on whatever you want to order. Put in the promo code Locked On. You're going to get twenty percent off your order. Built Go. Let's go. Daniel, we uh, let's we go, let's go. Let's, let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh, a couple more segments left to take care of as we look. Well, we just to have the one. We have the one segment, just oh, the one segment left. Not, um, not many. Oh, well. That's how we are. Um, let's talk about things that we're. I mean, you've already basically shared everything that apparently that you're excited about, nervous about, and that you're not sleeping on. But uh, do you want to talk not, I'm more not about? Actually, not nervous about. There's no senior citizen from Vanderbilt in my home that I have a threat of punching. Well. Let's wait till Friday, wait till Saturday rolls around. You never know who comes. Jehovah's Witness come knocking on the door. Come on, come on in. Where, me, where are you from, Nashville? Oh yeah. Where'd you go? Where'd you go to school? We're gonna have some fun. Uh, let's talk about what we're excited about, what we're nervous about, and what you shouldn't sleep on for Saturday's game. Um, Clint, I'm gonna let you go first. What, what are we excited about? Uh, here's what I'm excited about, and this comes from this last game. If this goes the same way, uh, I'm excited. Uh, I don't know if he's healthy enough to play, but Lord willing, Kendall Milton is healthy enough to play and gets the Deshaun Edwards, Kenny McIntosh treatment uh, in this game, Daniel. If we thought we were excited about those two, can you imagine what Kendall Milton on fresh legs mm. coming back healthy can do in some kind of what we're going to call junk time performance, but it's not junk time because it's very important to watch this young man's progression. I'm excited for that. If not him, then give me some more of 33. I want more, Ooh. Ooh. more and more and more. I'm very excited about watching uh, us flex our muscle in the same exact manner we did this last game, but with maybe Kendall thrown in the mix for a few more carries. I am excited about this is a redshirt game right here. I know the redshirt rule doesn't apply this year because the eligibility thing is nobody nobody's getting eligibility knocked out. I just still don't know how this is going to work. Like, I don't understand it. I don't want to like think about it. Getting rid of student loan debt, like we just we just saying it doesn't exist. Like I. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't know what it is, but okay. there's there's two games left in the regular season. There's a bowl game after that. We are firmly into redshirt territory. This this is the Arkansas State on the schedule. You understand? This is the mm. this is the um, East Tennessee State or whatever. Like these are the games that we that we get to play where Arian Smith gets a lot of run. You know what I'm saying? Like these are the games when Sherman gets to come in and Ew. take some snaps on the D line. These are the games when Broderick Jones gets to get out there a little bit more oh. and flex and flex those muscles. Give me, give me a little bit of that. Uh, so these are the things that I'm excited about. This is what you look for in a game like this. Uh, who's a guy that's gonna that's gonna come in? Um, a la Smith at wide receiver in the last game and surprise you. Open a few eyes and go, oh, look, there's that guy. Um, so 
I'm excited to see JT go out there again. Um, this offense is so much fun to watch. I just, um, I, I really like football again, Clay. Mm-hmm. I'm, ex- I like football. I'm not afraid to say it. I like watching football again, and so that's what I'm excited about. New faces, some freshmen getting some run. Uh, Clint, anything to be nervous about about this game? There's always something to be nervous. <laughs> I was just about. gonna say. Yes. If you say to yourself, if you're a UGA fan and you have nothing to worry about in a game, I look, I don't need that kind of I don't need that kind of smoke in my life. Like no. that's not the energy no. I'm here for. Um, no, let's don't do that. Of course there's something here here's what's the thing that's nervous to me, Daniel, is that our DBs uh get exposed in some fluky plays down the sideline. Cause if you want to talk about how Vanderbilt might be able to move the ball, it's not going to be methodical drives. It's going to be a little hits here and there as apparently we're just giving seven yards on each pass play from here on out. Is that the defensive scheme? Is that what Dan and Kirby is cooking up? They just saying you can have seven yards all you want. Um, I'm just nervous that the DBs are going to give me less to be excited about Daniel by being exposed for some deep shots. Uh, and and getting some passing yards from a guy, Seals, who shouldn't be passing on us. Uh, if I had to pick something, that's what I'm most nervous about. Yeah, I think I think nervous is probably a strong word for anything yeah. that yeah. Um, that we're gonna feel in this game. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I might just jump on to what you said and say it's not really a time to get into this right now. But can, should we talk about Eric Stokes at some point on the podcast? Like, is there a is there a, a good time? Like, is does Hallmark make a card that I could go and buy? Mm-hmm. That's like, hey, just wanted to let you know I was thinking about you, and also the guy that you thought was a lockdown corner might not be very good at football. Is there a card that I could get to just give to the Georgia fans Eric's, in my life? Eric Stokes' face was made for the back of a milk carton. It's it's it wasn't made for tackling or, or covering or covering. I was just gonna say or physically going up against somebody and shutting them down mano a mano. Did Florida break him? Like, did that Florida game break him? I'm not. I'm not joking. Actually, right now, like. Is there something because he got destroyed Abused. in that Florida game, really, really badly, and I'm. It's not been pretty since then, to be honest with you. I mean, it's not. Tyson Campbell played fine. He got the interception. I was happy for him, but more than that, he's coming up making physical tackles oh, in the run game, yeah. in the screen game. He's really, you know, he's playing. He's playing fine. I thought Tyreek Stevenson's been playing fine. Oh, you know, I, nothing, I'm no complaints. Nope. No complaints there. But tw- but 27, man. Like, he's, it's a struggle now. All right. That's not, it's not the time or place to talk about that. Don't not sleep yet. on, don't sleep on, Clint. Mm. There's so many places I could go with this. Where am I going to go? You have so don't, many. Don't sleep on. Carson Beck throwing a touchdown pass Come, oh. against Vanderbilt. That's where I'm going to go. Look, we didn't I, – I don't know. If now's not the time to talk about Eric Stokes, it, <laughs> is now the time to talk about – Nope. Okay. Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. 
I, I was going to bring it up in segment <laughs> one, but I but I didn't. So no, the answer is no. We'll, okay. We might talk I'm about just, it later in the week, I'm but going it's to no. Wrap, but it's I'm going to no. embrace what? my arms around the fact that JT Daniels is currently leading our offense to spectacular levels, and not think anything past the next two games. I'm not hearing. I'm not hearing anything that you're saying. So okay. Carson Beck throwing a touchdown pass. I'm nervous that he didn't get in the. Ga- he should have been in the game. What, Why what wasn't he in the game? What happened? Okay, so I'm nervous about that. Uh, I'm nervous that by this weekend Stetson will be healthier and readier to go, and that's and that he'll be the mop up duty guy, and like he'll get the reps. But Carson needs them reps, Coach. Carson needs the reps. So uh, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna try to speak it into existence. Don't sleep on Carson Beck throwing a touchdown pass, his first career touchdown pass against Vanderbilt. Okay. Um. Gosh, Daniel. Don't don't sleep on uh, Arian Smith having another repeat performance this game. Oh, he doesn't. I'm afraid he doesn't know any other way, Clint. That's the only thing he knows currently is to catch touchdown passes. That's it. Run past man in front of me. Um, if Vanderbilt is not with high-level athletes, and usually high-level athletes are those who are quick on their feet... Um, Aaron Smith, very quick on his feet. And if Vanderbilt doesn't have anybody that can go toe to toe with him, you, let's have some fun. You understand the problem, Clint. I'm no guru or insider, but let's do basic logic. Football's not hard. Nope. Okay. We put three to four guys out okay. wide. Sure. Now you have two choices. Okay. You can either. Keep two deep safeties. Mm-hmm. At which point, Clint, what are we going to do? Well, Daniel, if you're not going to bring guys down to the box, right? We'll go, ahead what, what, what? And f- we'll go ahead and bring these horses that we have roaring back here, all lathered <laughs> yeah. up, full steam mm-hmm. downhill at you. Okay. Or you can roll your safeties down. Come on down. Clint. Come on. And now, Clint. Let me ask you this. Three weeks ago, every team in America did that to Georgia. And we couldn't do a dang thing about it. Nothing stopped us. Do you know why? Because we didn't have enough playmakers at wide receiver. That's clearly. No, that's not it. When you bring your safeties down into the box now, Clint, what happens? JT does this little hand motion where he just Uh a little slide of hand with a a pinky out and a thumb up and just kind of jingles it out. It looks like a carpal tunnel exercise that he's doing, that's, like that's some sort of carpal that's tunnel physical therapy, right. where it's just a, it just, wee and the yeah. ball is gone. And go, yeah. it, it's out. It's out of here. It's out there. Yeah. And uh, Jermaine Burton, Aaron Smith, Kiaris Jackson, George Pickens, they run it free. Look, they don't sleep on Todd Munkin free. having his newfound V8 engine and just revving it up to the red line and Arian Smith having another repeat performance. Let's see what this kid can do. He is healthy. He is out there. Yes. 
please more of it. Uh, Daniel, that does it for Tuesday's episode. We're going to be back this week uh, with more locks on Thursday, Friday. We're going to go ahead and do some more fact or fiction. It's going to be a great week. Come back and join us for all of them. Download wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you need more, go ahead and get on to Locked On NFL. Every Tuesday, Locked On NFL, Luke, Brian, and Ross Jackson break down the Monday night football action and top fantasy storylines. It is your place to get fantasy expert help. Save you with lineup, waiver wire pickups, must starts, and more. Subscribe to Lock On NFL wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you tomorrow here on Locked On Bulldogs. See ya. See ya.